You're listening to a Centro Church podcast. Uh, we are, we're kicking off our series, The Top 10. What's the top 10 issues or, or things that are facing not just Christians, but people uh, in today's society, in today's uh, world that we find ourselves? And, uh, and, and I, I, it's my conviction. This is my personal conviction that we who believe in Jesus Christ and who follow his ways should live better. Uh, there should be a higher level to live. Um, and, and so it's our conviction that, that uh, if we believe in Jesus Christ and we follow his teachings and his ways, that we should have a better way of life. And so what is, in, in response to all of these issues, in response to all of these challenges, it's that old cliche, what would Jesus do or what would Jesus say? And, uh, and so... Over the next couple of weeks leading up until Christmas, this series will uh, take us into Christmas uh, just with the various guest speakers and, and those events. Hey, can I just say, I am stoked about these events that are coming up. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm so pumped uh, because I, I think sometimes we can get comfortable. We can get comfortable and it's like, okay, I've got my two friends and, you know, I know who I'm going to... You know, when, when you have that moment in church when you're like, hey, you can go and say hi to somebody, you know exactly who you're going to go and say hello to. And, uh, and I've been there, uh, and we want to make sure, we, we want to open the doors. We don't just want to open the doors, we want to blast open the doors. And, uh, and so that's why we're so invested in this, because we don't want to become stagnant. Uh, a church that is, just stays the same doesn't stay the same, it becomes stagnant. Uh, if you have a look at a stream, uh, a stream, as long as it's flowing and as long as there's new water being added, is healthy, there's life in it. But as soon as that stream goes off and starts circling amongst itself, it becomes dirty, it stinks, and the fish die. And uh, I don't want Centro Church to be dirty, I don't want it to stink, and I don't want the fish to die. And uh, so can we please get behind this? I was personally convicted because I'm like, hey, I don't have that many friends that are outside of church. Uh, which is possibly an indication on my prickliness. Um, So I thought to myself, I need to be more friendly. And... uh, so just running up to people saying, hey, will you be my friend? Uh, which hasn't really gone well so far. And uh, you might see me on the news tonight, uh, but that's another story. <laughs> hey, if you're not a Christian here or you, you, you're not a part of a church or you, you say, look, I, I, I'm not sure about this whole Jesus thing, don't stress. You're more than welcome here. Uh, we're stoked that you're here. And uh, these struggles aren't just facing Christians. They're not just facing church people. They're facing people. Uh, and, and I believe that there's something in here for everybody. I believe that there's something that we can all take away, uh, that we can all learn from, and that we can all apply. And, uh, you know, at the end of tonight, I want to give you an opportunity. Maybe this is your night. Maybe you cross the threshold from, well, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I've heard about Jesus. Like, uh, I, I kind of like the idea of Jesus, but I haven't crossed the threshold of belief yet. Maybe tonight's your night. Maybe tonight's the night that you say, I'm, I, I'm going to step over. I'm going to step over into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm going to step over into all that he has for me and... Tonight can be the moment that changes your life forever, that changes your life for good. The scripture that I want to look at tonight, and, uh, and we're going to look at a number of scriptures tonight, but the scripture that I want to start with tonight is found in the book of 1 Timothy, and it's in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 8, and it says this, physical training is good. Everybody say, is good. 
But training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and the life to come. The title of my message tonight is, is good. Everybody say, is good. Is done, is good. Um, I don't know, is that still their slogan? I don't even know. Uh, that, that just aged me. Um, let's move on real quick. Um, and then, so is good. And then I want to have another look at, a, uh, uh, sorry, a, a look at another scripture uh, found in the book of 3 John. It's a, it's a letter that John writes in, in the book of 3 John 1 verses 2. And it says this, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and you are healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you that uh, you created us and you didn't just create us as a mind. Lord, you didn't just create us as a spirit, but Lord, you created us as body, mind and spirit. And Lord, we just pray as we unpack over this next 10 weeks and Lord, specifically tonight, your word and how it relates to us. We pray that we would take away something uh, that we can apply to ourselves. Lord, it wouldn't just be words. It wouldn't just be things that are spoken, but Lord, it would be uh, life change and life transformation. Lord, we just pray that uh, we would come out of this series better. Lord, that we would come out of this series more aware and we would come out of this series more healthy in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Is good. What Paul is saying here in this particular passage of Scripture is godliness is of prime importance. It's vitally important. Yes, God values godliness and godliness is an internal measure. How godly somebody is is internal, but God says still of importance is the physical vehicle in which it is carried. Bible doesn't say, or, or Paul doesn't say to Timothy, physical, physical health or physical fitness is of no importance. It's of, it, it is still good. Now, it's, the, the key here is godliness is good, is, is the prime, but physical fitness and physical health is good. Physical training is good. It doesn't say physical training is bad. Um, and uh, sometimes it can feel bad, uh, but it doesn't say it is bad. And, uh, and so God places value on godliness, but he also places value on our physical bodies. And uh, like when I was praying, God just didn't make us a mind God just didn't make us a spirit, but he made us a body. And, and our body has to carry that spirit. Our body has to carry that mind. And so uh, the topic that I'm going to be preaching on and teaching on tonight is physical health. And uh, I'll say from the outset, I am not a nutritionist. Uh, I'll say from the outset, I am a hypocrite. Uh, because even this afternoon, I ate a strawberry donut. And it was good. And I loved it. And I feel really guilty right now, but it's still, I can still taste a little bit in the back of my teeth. And I love it. Um, but I just need to kind of lay my sins bare before all of you. I am not a nutritionist. I am not a health freak. Um, I am not a health nut, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm not. But I do know that God actually values our physical health. And, uh, and all jokes aside, it is important. And, you know, you may not have heard this conversation in church because, you know, we kind of, we're always focusing on, on the spiritual side of things. Well, but, but God actually does place value on our, on, on our physical health. He cares about our body. Why would God heal something that he doesn't care about? 
when you have pain in your you know you have pain in your body god heals can heal your body why because he values your body it's important it's not something to be cast aside and uh and, and you know this was written in a, in a different time this is written in the first century and uh life was different then uh i don't know if you're aware but it, it was different then um and, and it's, it's written in, in a very different context. Uh, this, is, this, this particular passage is written when walking was the primary way of getting around. If you went anywhere, it was walking. Uh, you, didn't, you, you didn't have to be told to physically exercise because that is how you moved. If you wanted to go to the shops, you would, go to the, you would walk to the market. If you wanted to go and see a friend, you would walk. Uh, there was no Coles home delivery. There was no click and collect. Uh, when, when you wanted to go somewhere, you had to walk there. And, uh, and, and so against that backdrop, Paul is still saying physical exercise is still good. Against the fact that you're constantly having to move around, you're constantly having to travel places by foot, physical exercise is still important on top of that. And so I think if you bring it into today's context and today's society, it is more and more important as we move forward. And also, this society was a largely agrarian society. Uh, whatever was grown, whatever was caught, whatever was killed was pretty much eaten within a short space of time. There was no kind of, they couldn't bring in grapes from America. Uh, you know, you couldn't get the latest. Uh, or whatever it is from Papua New Guinea or, or, um, or wherever it was. It was grown where it was grown and it was eaten pretty much within a short period of time. There was no things like preservatives. The only thing to preserve things was salt. And, uh, and, and so this was a pretty, it, it, it was very um, basic in terms of how, how people would have lived back then. And so you bring this into the 21st century. Uh, where we can have whatever we want pretty much whenever we want it and, and pretty much preserved in whatever it is and, and I don't really know and I'm not going to get into the evils of preservatives or whatever the numbers mean because I don't know and uh, I don't want to know uh, because I feel like it's a very, very, very scary thing. But I will say this, that uh, in Australia in 2021, uh, the Australian Bureau of Statistics said that 38% of uh, preventable diseases could have been, sorry, of, of diseases could have been presented, prevented. 38% of high risk diseases could have been prevented with good exercise and a healthy diet. That's 38%, that's one in three, just over one in three. Severe diseases of, uh, that could sometimes result in death could have been prevented. And uh, that's that absolutely knocked me off my feet. And uh, here's another one. Two out of three Australians are, are overweight or obese. Two out of three. That is hectic. And, uh, and I think it was 18% of, or, or sorry, it, it was well over half of that 38% could have been, a, a, was one of the preventable risk factors. And, uh, and so our physical health is important. And I think if we neglect it as the church, we, you know, I think it's important that we talk about the things that God, the, the spiritual things that God wants us to do. But I think it's vitally important that we have this conversation. We have a real talk about our health. We have a real talk about, uh, uh, about what's going into our body, about how we're treating our bodies. 
and, uh, and I think that we need to make sure that it is important. Has anybody seen a lychee? Yeah. So a lychee is like a Chinese apple, uh, and uh, that's what it's called, it's a Chinese apple. And, uh, and so on the outside is like really, really, uh, I don't know, it looks almost prickly. And uh, what always amazes me about all of this, these foods are uh, who decided to bite into that sucker? Um, like potato, because they wouldn't have cooked potato first. Who's the first person that's like, oh, cool. Um, awesome. Um, what? But, but a lychee looks terribly unappealing from the outside. But on the inside, it is beautiful and sweet, and it's got a nice texture. Uh, some people don't like it, but that's okay. Um, there's the door. Uh, no, I'm joking. Joking, please don't get up. Um, and, and, but sometimes that's how we treat our body. Uh, you know, sometimes the gifts of, that God has placed on the inside of us, uh, you know, the example that we've called to be is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But we treat the outside like garbage. And, uh, and, and in Romans 12, verses 1, it says this, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies. Notice the, the language to give your bodies to God because of all he has done to you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Now, it doesn't say give your mind to God. It doesn't say give, give your spirit to God. It says give your bodies to God. And some translations call it a living sacrifice. And sometimes I think to myself, are we treating our living sacrifice like it's worthy of God? And, uh, and, and what does your living sacrifice look like? It's your body. Because your mind will only get you as far as your body will take you. Your spirit will only get you as far as your body will take you. And, and if, if, if we live like lychees, treating the, or making the outside look bad, so, but, but making sure that the inside is great, then the gospel can be hindered. That our bodies is the vehicle in which we take God into places. And, uh, and in, in the Old Testament, whenever there was a blemish on a lamb, it was not worthy for sacrifice. It was not worthy for sacrifice. If, if it had a broken leg or it was lame, and now I'm not saying don't have broken legs, but hey, if you've got a broken leg in the place and you're feeling conviction, uh, that's okay. Uh, you know, there's... There's, you know, a spirit of healing there, um, but no. But if, if, if the lamb had a blemish on it, it, it wasn't worthy for sacrifice. And I'm not saying that if you have a blemish on your body or your body isn't up to scratch for one reason or another, I'm not saying that you're unworthy to God. But I am saying that we do need to treat it with respect. Uh, we, we do need to treat it with honour, and we do need to treat it as it is a gift from God, uh, because it is. It is a gift from God. What God has placed here in terms of our physical bodies is a gift from Him. And if we say, well, you know, thanks God, but look, I'm just going to do whatever I do. I'm going to smoke 18,000 cigarettes a day and, you know, do all of this. And it's my body, my choice, whatever. We need to make sure that we're actually honoring God with our physical bodies. Your body is a witness. Your body is a witness. You know, that's the first thing that people are going to notice when you walk into a place, and like, I'm not talking about in a judgmental sense, but your body is actually a witness 
for Jesus Christ. And so uh, this evening, I'm going to rip through these uh, because, you know, hopefully these are all things that we know and it's just, re- it's just revision and it's just an opportunity to kind of re- recondition ourselves and go, oh yeah, actually, no, I do need to make sure of that. Um, but I want to go through three areas to put physical health or just three simple things. And they are simple things and you've heard them before, but we just need to make sure that we're doing this because it is of vital importance. And, um, you know, to all the young adults and the youth and the teenagers here, can I just tell you, you will get older one day. Um, You will. Um, Unfortunately, it happens. And uh, just ask some of the older people than me. Like, I'm only 34. And uh, and there was a time when I thought I was invincible. Uh, And I thought I was the toughest guy out. I was playing a game of soccer once, and um, there's a point to this story. I was playing a game of soccer, and, uh, and I was in a tackle, and uh, my knee buckled this way. So, like, here's your knee. My knee buckled this way. And uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff in your, in your knee, and, um, and so I did some real damage, and it hurt a lot. And uh, so much so that like all the blood was pooling in my foot and uh, my foot was turning black and all of that jazz. And, but I was tough. I was like 25, um, you know, pain was just a reminder that I'm tough. And, uh, and so anyway, so I'm hobbling around and, uh, and you know, just thinking nothing of it. It was sore for like three, four weeks. And uh, anyway, so I thought, okay, fair enough. And, um, Praise God for my wife who constantly reminded me every day that I was silly and uh, should go and get it checked out. So anyway, I went to, went to go and see the, um, went to get it scanned and had an ultrasound and it turned out that my medial cruciate, cruciate ligament, which is the ligament that runs on the inside of my knee, uh, had been severed, like it had been torn straight through. And, uh, but I was tough, so it didn't matter. And, uh, and I thought, well, you know, okay, cool. And, um, but because... I had neglected my body. Uh, the pain in your leg uh, when you have a, a torn medial, cruci- uh, medial crucial ligament, uh, the pain in, your, in, in there is actually telling you that there's something wrong, uh, which was unbeknownst to me. Um, but anyway, I was at the physio the other week, and uh, the physio's just kind of looking at my leg, and the, she's like, you've done something to your leg, haven't you? I said, yeah, yeah. She's like, you've, um, you tore your, your MCL, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, how do you know? And she's like, oh, because your foot turns inwards. Because you've obviously, when you were walking on it, uh, when you were walking on it when it was torn, you've obviously tried to adjust your, the way that you walk to account for it. And uh, so, all of that to say, you are young now. And, um, but be careful because the decisions that you make now actually do have consequences down the track. And, uh, and so don't think that because you're invincible now and because you can eat 800 or drink 800 Vs right now that, um, you know, you're going to be able to continue that. Um, there's a, that's a word of the Lord out there, isn't it? Uh, um, first thing, first thing, if, if we want to live like our bodies are living sacrifices, we need to be careful what goes in. Uh, real simple. We need to be careful of what goes in. One. We need to be careful of how much goes in. Like I said before, we now live in the most affluent nation, in the most affluent time, in the most affluent time in in the world that has ever existed. If I want food, I can get food. If I want more food, I can get more food. If I want even more food, I can get more food. Uh, 
when, when this was written, food was literally a supply and demand issue. If there was food, then it was good, but there, there wasn't always guaranteed. That's why they used to, that's why when Jesus says, pray like this, give us this day our daily bread, is because they didn't know whether tomorrow there's going to be bread or not. Uh, whereas today, um, you know, apart from toilet paper, everything else we know for sure is going to be on those shelves. And uh, we know that it's going to be there. And so we need to be, but we need to be mindful of how much goes into our body. Uh, we, you know, I'm not a nutritionist, like I said, but, ba- but I do know basic math. And I, and, I, and I do know this. Energy in needs to be matched by the food that goes in. So food goes in, energy goes out. And if we want to make sure that we're healthy, then there needs to be a match. There needs to be a level there. And uh, now I'm not saying that we need to be ripped. I'm not saying that you need to have rippling abs. I'm not saying that you need to have biceps for Jesus or whatever it is. Nick's ball. I perceive that. Uh, no. I'm not, I'm, not saying that, like, I'm not saying that we need to... We need to hit the gym and we need to be muscly or we need to be jacked, but we need to be careful about what goes in and what goes out. And we need to make sure that we're on it because, hey, this was given to us by God. Our bodies were given to us by God. As much as our spirit and as much as our minds, as much of our spiritual gifts, our body was given to us by God. And, you know, a lot of our actual, the gifts of the Holy Spirit actually work through the body. And uh, science has taught us a lot about body image and, and, and a lot about body shape. And, and so the truth of the matter is you may never look like a bodybuilder, but that might not be the point. You, you're never meant to look like a bodybuilder. You may never be the person that's able to put on muscle. That's not the point. The point is, are you healthy in terms of what's going in and what's going out? Is your, is your food intake matching, matching your energy output? If your food intake is about 17 times your energy output, then we have a problem. And, and uh, we need to make sure that, that we're aware of that. We're not all meant to have the same body type. We're not all meant to have the same physique. That's not what, that, that's not what God intended. But we do need to make sure that we, uh, are, are, we, we're monitoring what's going in uh, you know, you may want the big arms or, you know, or the bubble butt or whatever it is. Um, but you know what? What's popular on social media may not be what's healthy. Um, there's a revelation. Uh, and so let's make sure that we're not taking our health from people that are paid to get you to like their photos. Uh, and let's make sure that we're being healthy. Uh, we need to be mindful of what's going in. Paul makes this statement in 1 Corinthians 6.12. He says, I'm allowed to do anything. And you know what? We're allowed to eat anything. You are. Jesus is not going to be going, when, when, that, uh, you know, when that cho- piece of chocolate cake is there, the Lord himself is not going to come and stand between you and the chocolate cake because you are allowed to eat whatever you want. Uh, Paul goes on, he says, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. And uh, this whole kind of series is making Paul sound like he's a health guru. (laughs) Follow Paul for health traits. Uh, But but we need to make, we we can't, like the, the truth is, we are no longer restrained from our appetites. 
because our appetite, we, we can actually indulge them as much as we want. Uh, that, that's true in terms of the physical sense as much as it is in, in that sense. The second part is, what is it? We need to make sure what is going in. So what's going in, A, how much, but B, what is going in? Uh, because you can put whatever you want in your body. Now, it's not, there's things that are unwise to put into your body, and I think, you know, for, for everybody here, we know what that is. Um, in, in Ireland, uh, during the potato famine, there was this, um, there was this substance that kind of uh, was used, and they used it to kind of thatch roofs together. But people decided that, oh, well, you know, I'm starving. I'm going to eat this. And because people were literally starving to death uh, in the streets of Ireland. And so they started eating all of this stuff, and it was like this white mush. And um, so they just eat it, and then they'd eat it, and they'd eat it, and they'd eat it, and they'd eat it, and they'd, eat it, and they'd, they'd get full. And, uh, and then the next day they'd wake up and they'd eat it 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 and they'd get full. And then the next day they would die um, because it was of no nutritional value. That there was nothing that, that the body could actually nourish itself on uh, because it was just going in, but it was never actually nourishing. And, so, and you know, the truth is we can eat stuff and it can fill us up, but it's never going to nourish us. And so we need to make sure... That, that, what, uh, that what goes in is super, uh, is, is healthy and it's going to actually nourish the body. Um, I was reading an article and it was talking about how now, um, in terms of uh, when, when people pass away, because of the amount of preservatives that are in our food, it's actually preserving the bodies a whole lot longer and it takes a lot longer to decompose. Now again, I'm no health expert, but I don't think that's fantastic. Um, but, and so I think... Here's my only advice, and again, I'm not a nutritionist, but I think where possible, fresh is best. Uh, so let's be aware of what's going in, and where possible, let's make sure that fresh is best. If it's blue, it's probably not fresh, unless it's a blueberry. Um, if it's blue and fizzy, it's definitely not fresh. Uh, so let's be careful of what's going in. How much and what is it? The next one is let's get physical. More people live sedentary today than ever before in history. More people live lives of no movement than ever before in history. All throughout history, ancient times, the way that people moved around was through walking. Uh, in, in, in the mid, Middle Ages and medieval times, people got around through walking. And, and, and now, we are almost accustomed to not having to move. Everything that we want is at the push of a button. Uh, I don't even have to get up to get the remote anymore because my phone is connected to my TV. Um, and uh, it's, what a wonderful world. <laughs> but is it? Uh, we have become so addicted to convenience that we are neglecting our bodies. In, in the Industrial Revolution, it brought so many advancements. And, uh, and, and you know, but, just incredible advancements. The last 10 years have brought incredible technological advancements. 2008 will kind of go down as one of the cornerstone or, or, or um, tipping points in human history. Uh, it was when Facebook was invented, it was when uh, computers became way more accessible and way more powerful, uh, and we've become so addicted to convenience. And, uh, and I'm grateful for the Industrial Revolution. I'm grateful for the technological advancements because they have increased the capacity for quality of life. 
we have a capacity for quality of life. Those advancements haven't increased the quality of life. They've increased the capacity for the quality of life. We can actually become so addicted to not doing anything that it can actually decrease our capacity of life. And, uh, and, and I am grateful to God for these advancements because I'm genuinely, I genuinely believe that this is the, uh, the highway that the gospel is going to get out on. We're now more connected as a world than we ever have been before. Uh, we can now talk to people on different sides of the globe. Uh, we can now have influence in, in areas that we've never been able to have influence before. So I believe that this is being worked together for good. But if we just take this for what it is, then we're unfortunately going to miss all of the things that God has for us. And, and here's, here's my thing, and I'm just going to probably just bears saying this. I don't want anybody to feel guilty. This is not a, this is not a you know, terrible people for drinking V and eating donuts. It's, it's not my point at all. My point is, this is important to God. <laughs> this is important to God. And, uh, and, you know, we need to make sure that we give ourselves the best opportunity to be great witnesses for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We can't neglect this. We need to have stronger lives. The evidence is clear. When we have physical exertion, physical exercise, we live better lives. And you can't just do it once. You can't just do it once. Uh, my son was, um, so we're trying to get him to try new foods uh, because he has, uh, he has two food groups at the moment. Nuggets and noodles. Um, and so we're trying to get him to expand his food intake. And so I told him the other day that if he eats fish, he's going to get muscles. And uh, so he tried this piece of barramundi, like piece of barramundi, and uh, eats it, kind of winces a little bit, swallows it, then goes to the mirror to see if the muscles have arrived just yet. And... Uh, but sometimes I think that's how we feel with exercise. Hey, I thought about going for a run this week. How come I don't have, you know, all of these, all, all, like, where, where's all of the muscles gone? Or, you know, jeez, I, I imagine myself lifting that, um, that dumbbell or that barbell or whatever it is. How, like, where's the, where's the abs? Um, but we need to be consistent. <laughs> we need to be consistent uh, in terms of how we do this because uh, you can't build a healthy life just... Uh, in terms of just one, one kind of, yes, I've eaten healthy for two days and I've exercised for one, I'm good for the rest of my life. It doesn't work like that. We all, but we all know that. We, but the point is, what we carry is too important. What we carry is too important to neglect what God has given us. And then the last thing is this, give it a rest. And now this... In, in, the Bible kind of doesn't really go into your dietary habits. It, does, it mentions physical exercise is good, but the Bible is very specific about this. The Bible is very specific that rest is a vital part of our everyday. You cannot be healthy if you are not resting well and you are not resting right. In fact, you can't get past the first book of the Bible without seeing that God places importance on Rest, And if the guys can join me on stage, that would be fantastic. Adequate sleep is vital to our physical health. Adequate sleep is vital to our physical health. And again, 
I remember I was a teenager, I was a young adult once, and I thought that I could do all-nighters forever. Uh, but things change. And, uh, but your sleep is an important part of your health. Don't neglect it. Don't neglect it. In 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 1 to 4, I'll give you the backstory. Elijah was a fantastic man of God. He was a prophet, and he was living in possibly one of the most uh, scary times for him, for prophets. Uh, he was under constant attack. People were tr constantly trying to kill him. People were constantly trying to maim him. Uh, the king of the land was trying to kill him. His wife, the queen, was trying to kill him. And uh, we pick up the story in uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, 1-4, and it says this. When Ahab got home, he told Jezebel everything Elijah had done, including the way that he had killed all of the prophets. So he's just had a massive battle with all of the prophets of Baal. They've died. He's, God has come through, and he's become victorious. And uh, so Jezebel sent this message to Elijah. May the gods strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you have killed them. Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. He said this, I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. Here's this guy. He's just done an incredible thing for God, just done a mighty work. Uh, God's name has just been lifted high and he's had enough. He's ticked, just wants to die. And then verse five says this, then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. Sleep is important. Sleep is vital. And then he goes on and the angels visit him and, and the angel says to him, get up and eat. You know what? It's simple, but it's real. Sleep is important. Sometimes there's a place for powering through, but not at the expense of your health. Not at the expense of your health. The word of the Lord to somebody here is essentially eat the right amount of food, eat good food, exercise and get the right amount of sleep. Why? Because the community of Ipswich needs us. They need our bodies and they need our bodies healthy. Um, you know, I don't want to be a living sacrifice that looks like this, you know? I want to actually be a genuine living sacrifice that reflects the goodness of God in my life. And this is, this is convicting for me. I, I joke, you know, I did have a donut this afternoon, but what I'm carrying is so important. What I'm carrying, because we are the temples of the Holy Spirit. So when I walk into a room, the Holy Spirit is there because I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit. And, and if I can't walk into that room because I have been neglecting my health, then that restricts the ability for the Holy Spirit to get into that room. What we're carrying is so much more important. It's vital. It, it's vital than just watching another three, three episodes on Netflix. It, it, it's more important because it's like, well, hang on a minute. If, if I walk into that place like, then the temple of the Holy Spirit isn't operating at its full capacity. Or if I walk into that place and if I walk into my, my, my university kind of tutorial or lecture or whatever it is and, and I've just been burning the candle at both ends and 
I've restricted the ability for the temple of the Holy Spirit to be at work. And, uh, and, and here's what I want to leave you with. What you're carrying is so much bigger than you could possibly imagine. And, and, and it's, an, it's an easy burden. The, the, the Holy Spirit is an easy burden. But we need to make sure that the vehicle in which we're carrying it is looked after. That the vehicle in which we're carrying it is, is tuned. It's, it's ready to go. It, it's vital. Um, you know, because we're called to lay hands on the sick. Uh, we're called to see the bodies healed. God cares about our body. That's why he said that your bodies will become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so I think from the outset of this, we need to make sure that because a healthy body leads to a healthy mind and a healthy mind activated by God and the Holy Spirit brings transformation to a community, brings transformation to a family, brings transformation to a workplace. I'll say that again, a healthy body leads to a healthy mind and a healthy mind activated by God and the Holy Spirit leads to transformation in whatever area you find yourself in. Let's be a church that practices living healthy. Not so that we can look better than everybody else. No, because what we're carrying is important. It is vital. You don't put your best jewelry in the ground. You don't think to yourself, well, I love this gold chain. I'm just going to bury it here. No, 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 no. You keep it away from the dirt. Why? Because it's precious. And God put his Holy Spirit in us. Why? Because we're precious. And we need to treat our vehicles as precious. And the message of Jesus Christ is not something that can be neglected, not something that can be beaten down, but it's something that we have to take wherever we go. Thank you for listening to this podcast.